Here's another story Jesus told. The kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field. But that night as the workers slept, his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat, then slipped away. When the crop began to grow and to produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's workers went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good seed is full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the, far, uh, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull all the weeds, they asked? No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat if you do. Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, and burn them, and to put the wheat in the barn. Then leaving the crowds outside, Jesus went into the house. His disciples said, Please explain to us the story of the weeds in the field. Jesus replied, The Son of Man is the farmer who plants the good seed. The field is the world, the world, and the good seed represents the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people who belong to the evil one. The enemy who planted the weeds among the wheat is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the harvesters are the angels. Just as the weeds are sorted out and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the world. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will remove from his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. And the angels will throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in their Father's kingdom. Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. If we look around the world today, we see all kinds of evil things happening. We see evilness in every, every corner that we look around, look into. We see every, everything that we go around, every time we, we go down a journey on a street or, or in our own lives, we see evil. We see that there is pain around, and everything that, that's happening, we see uh, kids and teenagers that are tearing things up. I saw on Facebook the other day, and I don't know if it's true or not because I didn't research it, but I saw where there was a, a disabled man that was drowning in a lake, and, and teenagers were there laughing at him. As he lost his life. But what I want to tell you today is that everything in this world is not evil. Everything in this world is not evil. The master said if you sow good seeds you get good things. Now I'm not one that, that says that just that the way that a child is raised up. If they turn out and they're not, they don't follow the, follow the Lord. They don't follow what they're supposed to do. That they had a bad upbringing. Because I can tell you right now. We did the best we could. We had our kids in church every time the doors were open. Most of the time I used the key and unlocked them. But what we always stood on was this poster, this, this bulletin board that had the same thing on it for probably five years. And believe it or not, I was not responsible for it. But it was this bulletin board in our home church, which is Herring Avenue United Methodist Church, right across from the Methodist home in Waco, Texas. And on that bulletin board was the Philippians verse that says, Train up in a child in a way that they should go, and when they are old, they will not depart from it. To this day, with our 33 and 34-year-old children, 34, we wonder, when does old get here? When does old get here? God, we're ready for old. But we've got to sow good seeds. We've got to sow good seeds. We have to sow good seeds to those that are around us. We have to sow good seeds to those within our church. We have to love each other. 
We have to love each other. If you want the Holy Spirit to show up here and you want the Holy Spirit to move and you want to see the power of the Holy Spirit within our church, within our service, we have to love each other. Otherwise, we're bringing in the negative stuff all every time we come in the doors. We're not sowing those good seeds. We're not sowing those good seeds. How can we reap if we don't sow them? How can we reap if we don't sow them? I'm going to share something that Brian shared with me, and, and I don't think I'm going to cross any boundaries here, and if so, he's quitting anyway. So, <laughs> Back before Brian went to Iowa and Scotland on Wednesday night, we had him come forward at R&R, and he and Link, and we prayed over them. We laid hands on them, and we prayed on them, prayed over them. And as he was on his way back to Ranger with a van full of kids, one of the young men said, Coach, did you feel anything he said, yeah, I did. He said, I did. He said, it's like, just like, you know, so many things have been going. And he said, I'm trying to process everything from that, that service and being, having the hands laid on me in prayer. He said, you know, so many things have just been going. I'm trying to process it. And this young man said, I'll tell you, a young man that had no hope. He said, Coach, I felt something too. I felt something too. Am I right, Brian? Seeds are planted. Seeds are planted in the hopeless. Seeds are planted in those that feel like they they have nowhere to turn. There's nowhere to go. Our job, we are called to plant those good seeds. Now, every once in a while, somebody's going to come in and they're going to throw in some weeds. They're going to throw in some weeds. And what does the scripture tell us this morning about, about those weeds? What did the, the workers went to the master and said, do you want us to pull them out? He said, no, let them grow. It's not your job to pull them out. It's not your job to pull them out. It's your job to let them grow. Now, I truly believe And it doesn't say anywhere in the scripture. And you can say, preacher man, you've lost your mind. You say that anyway. but Especially after last Sunday's service. I mean, somebody said, it takes a lot of guts for a man that can't sing to get up there and try to sing. (laughs) I believe that what Jesus was trying to teach us in these scriptures is that Sometimes those weeds will germinate with those good seeds and they'll become good. Sometimes those seeds will germinate with those, with those weed seeds and they will become good. I think that's what, God is trying to, that's what God is trying to tell each one of us as Christian people. We've got to be able to plant those good seeds wherever we can do it. Whether they be on, on bad ground or good ground. We've got to be able to plant them in order for them to grow. In order that sometimes what we have and what we give is going to take hold. It's going to be grafted in and you're going to see the fruit of goodness as you give goodness back out. Jesus Christ, and some, for some reason, the thief on the cross has been on my mind for weeks. Maybe it's because, maybe I'm like that thief on the cross. He told Jesus to forgive him. They didn't stop the whole thing, take him down off the cross so he could go do some good things. 
They didn't stop everything so that he would not be that weed that's growing up, that bad seed, to stop everything so that he can go and prove to the world that he's changed. Jesus said, this day, you will be with me in paradise, just like that. This day, you will be with me in paradise. That was a weed that became wheat in a moment. In a moment. The master said, let them grow. Because if we pull out the weeds, you're going to lose the harvest. You're going to lose the wheat. You're going to lose what you have worked for. You're going to lose what we did to plant these good seeds if you start pulling out all the wheat. One of the best advice that I have just about ever received from a pastor was I asked them a direct question. I said, if someone does whatever, can they go to heaven? His answer to me was, I thank God I'm not the judge. I'm the messenger. It's my job to teach, to preach, to love. I'm not the judge. That's what scriptures are telling us today. That's what the scriptures are telling us today. You don't worry about the weeds. You love and you, you nourish and nurture. You water it and you fertilize it and you clean it out. And you do all those things, but don't worry about those weeds. Because that's my job. That's my job. We can get hurt every day of our lives by those that we love the very most. The people that love us and that, that are there for us, they can hurt us more than anybody in this entire world. The church can hurt us more than anybody in the entire world if we're not careful. Our job is to what? To love. To love. To sow those good seeds and those that are doing evil towards us. To sow those good seeds. To show, to show love and compassion and generosity to those that, are hurt, that have hurt us so, so badly. To extend a hand. Or a handshake. Or in my case, a hug. To extend a moment of compassion and forgiveness and understanding. If we can't do it in a church, how do we do it in a world of darkness outside these walls? Some say, well, it's easier. They're not supposed to be good. They're not supposed to be good. They are the weeds that we're trying to graft with so that they can grow and be good fruit, good, good wheat. God is calling us and has called us into a time that we can, can plant those seeds. We can plant those seeds and we may never see the harvest. You may never see your grown children come to know Jesus Christ. But if you, as you have planted that seed, we have to believe in that quote from that uh, passage from Philippians that they will not leave the Lord when they grow old. And I don't know when old gets there. 
But I know I have to trust the promises that God has given to me. I know that I have to trust the promises that God has given to me. I know that I have to love and I have to continue to pour out love to those that are all around me, no matter who they are, no matter where they come from, no matter if they're stinky and dirty or if they have the best smelling cologne on and the cleanest people you'd ever want to be around. I have to love them. Not because I'm the preacher. I was called to do that long before I entered the call to ministry. I was called to love. To love, to cherish, to have compassion, to have forgiveness. To try some way to have some kind of understanding on where they're coming from. And what their walk is. Scriptures tell us that we will not be the harvesters. But that will happen at the end of the age. But we can see the beauty in the wheat fields. We can see the beauty in the wheat fields. We were coming back from Waco to Hillsboro yesterday. And it was getting kind of late. We were looking out as we were coming and you could see the wheat fields. It may not have been wheat, but it was something similar to wheat. And you could see it and stand and say, wouldn't that be pretty if it was all green? And you could look beneath the, the bloom and you could see the beauty of the green that was still there. That beauty of the green that just was pushing up that, that, that plant to make it right for harvest. We, church, are that green. We are that green. We are what feeds it. We are what pushes it up. We are what gives it the hope that the harvest is around the corner. The harvest is around the corner. And we have a hope and an assurance that as we walk our journey with Jesus Christ and we stay on the path that He has called us to be on, as we walk that journey, that we will be ready for the harvest. That we will be ready for that harvest. Underneath the beauty of the wheat the grain lies the beauty of the green the power of God that pushes us through the bad weather, the storms our trials our troubles, our problems that pushes us through those to prepare us for the harvest There's all kinds of bad seeds that we can plant. I do not believe that this world is full of youth that want to sit and watch a man die drowning in the lake. But that's what we hear about. I want to know and believe that we have youth like sitting in the back of our sanctuary today and that we have youth that are willing and ready and able to love, to cherish, and to nurture. That would be willing, willing and able to jump into that lake and go save that man that was drowning. Whether it be spiritually or physically. We have a whole lot more good youth 
then we have that. And the youth could be looking at churches like First United Methodist Church or First Baptist Church or, or uh, Church of the Resurrection or whatever. They could be looking at these churches. They could say, look at those old people. They don't like us. They're mean. And then they find one or two or three or a church full that says, we love you. And then their eyes are open. You know what? All old people aren't bad. All old people aren't bad. There's some pretty good ones. There's some that love youth. There's some that love me where I am in my journey. There's some that love me when I was that weed beginning to grow. And somehow I got germinated with a good weed. And I grew into a faithful servant of God. I've been on both sides of the journey. I've been on the side that I stunk. I, was, I, I could have been bad. And I've been on the side where I look back and I say, I want to love you. I want to love you. Into being good harvest, ripe and ready. I want to teach you. I want to show you. I want to put my arms around you and hold you so that you can feel the power and the love of God. I want to pray for you that the Holy Spirit can fill you and to take you into new heights, into new levels of, of walk and of, of a journey that you've never thought you could go to. I want to take you into ministry. I want to take you on the journey with me. A journey that leads to hope and love and compassion and forgiveness and understanding. I want to plant those good seeds. I want to plant those good seeds. I want to be the worker in the field that plants the good seeds. I want to hear my master say, go and harvest what you have worked so hard to have. I want to look out into the field and see heads of grain and wheat ready to be harvested. I want to look out into the field and see hearts that are so overflowing with love and compassion that they can't help, they can't help but find someone who is lost and buy them a meal. Give them a drink of water. Give them hope where they had none. Put them in a van. Bring them to a service where they felt the power of God and it flowed into their heart and that seed was planted. The fields are out there. But we need to be challenged. 
We need to be challenged to get out of this place, out of our pews, and out of the, the confines of the sanctuary and go into the world that's lost and dying and Christ has, has given us the power and the authority to go out and to be witnesses to the world around us. Yeah, it's my job. It's my job. It's my job to be here on Sunday mornings. It's my job to be here during the week. It's my job to be here on Wednesday nights. It's my job to be out in this community reaching others for Christ. But it's yours too. It's yours too. It's yours too. I am not the master. I am a worker in the field. Waiting to hear what my master is going to tell me. You know what he's going to tell me? Love the wheat, but love the weeds. Love the wheat, but love the weeds and let them grow. It's not your job to sort it out. It's your job to water and fertilize. Bring hope. Bring newness of life. a thirsty, barren, dry world. I see our world around us as a world that is filled with lost, hurting, dying people. A dry land. But I challenge you today as a church to get out your plowshares and go plow it up. Go plow it up. Stir things up. Plant the good seeds that God has given to you and watch it grow. Search in your bag of seeds and when you find seeds of selfishness, deceitfulness, Hate. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. And let God's seed of love take its place. Most gracious and loving God, I thank you today that you have planted within each one of us sometime, somewhere, somehow, the good seeds of good grain. I pray, God, that we as Christians will ask you to forgive us where we have failed you and become weeds. And that you will restore within us that good seed. That we might go and plant that we might see those beautiful fields plowed under and the seedlings begin to grow. That you might bring us to a harvest of golden, golden grain. I ask God that as a church, 
That you bind us together as we've never been bound together before, that we might reach the lost and dying of Eastland and Eastland County. Of West Central Texas. Of the world around us. Let us not be focused on ourselves with selfishness. But let us pour out our hearts to you. And accept the challenge that is before us that we go and we plant those good seeds of faith and hope and love, forgiveness and understanding and compassion. Bring us to the weeds that we may, that we may graft into those weeds your love your love, your understanding, your forgiveness. We ask these things in Christ's name. As we sing our closing hymn, the altars are open. If you would like to come forward for prayer, you're welcome to. I will be here. You may come to me or you may go to the altars and kneel on your own.